The great author William Faulkner once said, We must be free, not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it. On today's podcast, we will talk about one way we practice our freedom here in Colorado and in the United States. Voting has finally come to Colorado. My name is Spring Erickson, and this is a season of change in Colorado with Spring. This podcast has been developed to speak to the political issues I see we face in Colorado and why I am running for the Colorado State House District 48. It is produced by myself and the Spring Erickson for House District 48 Committee. And as with all political messages these days, my name is Spring Erickson and I approve this message. Now that the legal stuff has been observed, let us return back to today's podcast. Welcome back. It is officially October. We have made it, ladies and gentlemen, to the end, the final fourth quarter of our election cycle. It is October the 18th here in the great state of Colorado. And that means one thing and one thing only for us. Yesterday, all of the county clerks and recorders in all 64 counties were asked to have their ballots dropped into the mailing system so that we, as the populace, would have the time to vote our mail-in ballots. Yes, if you are new to this podcast or you are new to the state of Colorado, we have an entire state-wide mail-out voting system. Every eligible registered voter in Colorado, whether they are Republican, Democrat, or unaffiliated, will get a ballot in the mail in the next week. You will receive a very lovely big package if you live here in Weld County or in Adams County that is very official looking and it says, this is your ballot. And you can open it and you can fill it out with a black number two, um, black ink pencil, pen, Sharpie, not a pencil black ink pen or a sharpie and you can mail back that scantron or you can drop it off in one of our local polling drop boxes um in your area and there will be a list of those if you don't know where it is if you're new to our area you can drop it off in the drop box and it will be picked up by county clerk and recorder officials every night um and cleaned out and made sure that everything is legitimate and they're all under 24-hour camera. Most of them are by police stations here where I live personally in Lock Bowie, Colorado. Ours is in front of the, the town hall. And it is right in front of the window of the Lock Bowie Police Department. So there is always someone in there who can see what is going on. And so it is safe. It is secure. It goes. It is picked up every day by the Weld County Clerk and Recorder staff here from Lock Bowie area. And it is driven back to Greeley, and it is taken to the County and Clerk Recorders Voting Center. If, and this is what we're going to talk about today, if you don't want to vote your mail-in ballot, but you want to still vote, you can go to the polling places. Polling places here in Colorado will open on the 24th of October. And inside that, inside your ballot that comes in the mail, there will be a list of polling centers where you can take your ballot, turn it in 
And you can even turn it in filled out if you'd want. Just turn it in that way if you don't feel comfortable with the drop boxes or the mail. Um, or you can take in a blank empty ballot or even a spoiled ballot. I've had that happen before. I started to fill it out, knocked over my cup of coffee, and ended up having to go back and vote in person uh, because I had spoiled my ballot with a cup of coffee. And so when you go to the polling place, you bring in your old ballot that was mailed to you. They turn it into a computer card and you can vote right there on the machines, uh, just like anyone else in America can do. So there are several options for you. If for some reason you're sitting here and listening to this podcast right now and going, man, I didn't even know that it was time to vote. Well, you're in luck here in Colorado you are allowed to continue to register to vote all the way up until election day. And that is something that's been kind of an interesting thing. Now, if you still want to get in on the mail-in voting, voting ballot, you just need to simply go to www.govotecolorado.gov and register to vote now. And I do believe you have until Friday the 21st to get in um, that registration and still get a mail-in ballot. If you don't get your mail, your registration done before the 21st, which is Friday this week, you can go into the polling centers as soon as they're open on the 24th and you can begin to register live and in person. And on the same day you register, you can vote. It is the same thing all the way up until 7 p.m. on November the 7th. You can register in person and vote at the polling places. Now, that is something we have to talk about. Yes, you have a mail-in ballot. Yes, there is a timeline when these must be in. You must, absolutely must, have that ballot in the drop box if you cannot get it to the county clerk and recorder's office in person. You must have that ballot in the drop box no later than 7 p.m. on November the 8th. Now, I would highly encourage you to do that as soon as you get that ballot. Get it in, get it done. It's off your mind, it's out of your way, and it is going to be counted. And how do I know it's going to be counted? Well, that's because it's easy to tell. Here in Colorado, we have a thing called ballot tracks. And it's an email system that comes from the county clerk and recorder. So the minute that the ballot has been scanned and is ready to be dropped into the mailbox by the county clerk and recorder's office, you will get an email that says your ballot is on the way to your house. When you fill it out and you take it back to the drop box or to the mailbox or to a polling center, that ballot is then sent to the county clerk's recorder's office. And when it is received at the office, they scan it again. And you get another email that says your ballot has been received by the county clerk recorder's office and is being processed. About 24 hours after that, usually... It depends on how late into the system you go. Usually within a 24 to 48 hour period, you will get another email that says your vote has been counted, meaning that it has went through the process of checking your signature, making sure all the information is correct, and running that ballot through the scanner to process your vote, meaning that you have voted and that it has counted. And that is something I think is very, very special to our system. We, as Coloradoans, we are given the information to know that our ballot has been counted. 
So that is really something that's really important and special. But it's also important for us to actually take the physical action of voting and to take it seriously. And that's what I want to talk about today. So when you get that ballot and you sit down with it and you crack it open for the first time with your letter opener or your finger or whatever you do to open a mail, you start out with just that simple white piece of paper. You have a secrecy sleeve usually, or sometimes it's just the envelope itself that you're supposed to put it in to either mail it back, put it in the Dropbox. And on that is a line on that envelope that you will be dropping off. There is a line and you need to sign that line and date it. And that is important because I've actually seen friends who've forgotten to sign their ballot and a ballot cannot be processed without a signature. So make sure you sign that envelope. That is key number one. Number two, when you get that ballot, how do you know how you want to vote? I highly suggest that you check out all the candidates. You will have You'll have a U.S. Senator campaign race. You have, you, you have the Colorado Governor's race. You have Secretary of State and Treasurer and Attorney General. Those are all of the state major races. So everybody has those. Everyone will also have a U.S. Congress seat. It depends on your area, who you have. But I think generally for 48, all of us are in Congressional District 8, which is a brand new congressional seat. And it is totally up to you who you vote for. Not going to endorse anybody on this podcast. Not going to insist that you vote one way or the other. And actually, I would encourage you to look at the candidates. Because there are candidates that are great for the Democrats. And there are great Republicans. And you have to decide who those people are. And if that means you have to vote what we call a split ticket, it's totally allowed. You could vote for somebody who's running for governor who's a Democrat. And then you could turn around and vote for a Republican for the congressional seat. It's totally up to you. And as you work down that ballot, it's really important that you keep going because there are other races. There is the Colorado State, the State of Colorado's Department Board of Education. Those are the people who get to tell school boards, your local school boards, how they have to teach your kids in terms of curriculum, in terms of money, in terms of all those things, the state school board actually has some sway in how schools are run. So it's always important to look at who's running for those seats. And those are seats are based on congressional seats. So you'll probably have a CD8 school board and you have the overall statewide candidate at large for school board. So look at those. We also have a thing called the CU Board of Regents. The CU Board of Regents actually controls the University of Colorado school system, meaning Boulder, Denver, Colorado Springs, and Philip Anschutz Medical Campus. So it's a board made up also, again, by congressional districts. So you have eight members, and I think they have an at-large seat, but that one's not up this time around. So you will be voting for someone to represent Congressional District 8 at the CU Board of Regents. And yes, I know, being somebody who graduated from Colorado State University, I've always kind of went, it's their school. I shouldn't be voting for who's going to control it. But these people get to determine how many buildings get repaired. 
and how much money gets to be spent on helping kids get better scholarships and education in that respect. And so we need people in those seats who can look at education objectively, not just, I was a Buffalo and I want to be on the school board. This is more of a, how do we make education work for everyone at the post-secondary level? So it's really important that you go that far down. Then you come to me. I'm in the state house races. There's always a state senate race, and I think most everyone in 48 has a state senate race. There's a couple of slots, I think, in Adams County that their state senator is not up for re-election this year. But then you come to me, the House District 48 race. And in House District 48, there are three of us running. And I highly encourage you to look at all three of, three of us objectively. Now, I'm a little biased. I'd like you to vote for me. Yes, and I am the second slot, so that means I'm in the middle on a three-person ticket. But you should look at all three of us and see which one of us meets most, most of your ideals for someone to go to the state house and represent you. Then, once you get done doing the state house raises, you'll come down to your city races. Here in Lock Bowie, we actually are looking at our city council. So we'll be voting for our city council and our mayor. Other places may not have that. But then there's also some county ballots and county commissioners. So you'll be voting for those. And then there's the, the big stuff, the big races, like what I like to call. This is the actual legislative business that has to be done by voter approval. And they're called propositions. So you have several propositions, one of them being, and this is near and dear to my heart, is FF, which is to help give free school lunches, breakfast and lunch, to every kid in Colorado. Not just those who can't afford to pay for it, but every kid in Colorado. This is something that will help every family in Colorado because they will not have to pay for school lunches for their kids. And it will make sure that every kid gets a hot school lunch. And that is something I think we should really think about. There's a couple other propositions in there. And then we get into the big constitutional amendments, what we call constitutional amendments. They're not really constitutional amendments, but they are attachments to the Constitution. And so there's about eight of them. And I'm not going to go into all of that today, but I highly encourage you as a voter to sit down with the what they call the blue book that came about three weeks ago, if you can remember where it is in your house, and look at it. Um, I also encourage you to look at the voting book that came from your county that has about the county initiatives. Everything is trying to give you information about how each policy that you're voting on is going to affect money-wise, like will there be a property tax increase? Will there be, um, is this a, what they call a net neutral bill? Does it, does it not create more spending or does it not increase any, you know, does it not increase or decrease the budget by anything? Um, there's some of the bills. I know um, a couple of the bigger bills in, I think, I think it's 120. They can actually affect the Tabor cap. 
and that's why I didn't want to go into it is it's just a lot of it you won't see it in your own paycheck but it will affect how we run the state legislature come January in terms of like there won't be as much money for us to work with for anything new so if you want a new road fixed like I would love to get highway 52 fixed here in color in in 50 48 I will have to find different ways to find more money for that because we just won't have it under the Tabor cap. And it will make things a little bit harder and a little bit more difficult down at the state house for the legislature as we work to fix the things inside our districts. But it will not cost the taxpayers money. So we need to look at all those. And I'm not going to get into how you should vote or why you should vote a certain way. Except for the FF bill. I think every kid needs free lunch. So that's going to be the only one I'm going to promote because I really, really, really think that every kid needs to have free free lunch at school. Um, so it's, it's voting is a, is a personal choice. And yes, there is one other section to the, to the very long ballot that is coming, which is also judges. And you do get to vote about do you think this judge should get to keep their slot? If you have that time to read about every single judge that's on there and you can figure out their record as a as a process or as as someone who actually doles out laws, then you are probably more informed than 900% of Colorado. Most of the time we look at that and some people leave it completely blank because they don't know anything about the law. Some people vote yes for every one of them because you assume if they've been in this job this long, they probably do a good job. And then there's some people who just vote no because they think that there should be people who just vote no for certain things. So the judges I leave up to you. Really, the one thing I hope is that you do the entire ballot. Don't stop when you get done with the governor. Don't stop when you get through the Congress keep going. Every single slot is important on that ballot from the top to the bottom. Every single thing is part of you claiming your freedom by practicing it. And that is what I want to thank you for doing today. I want to thank you for taking that time to claim your freedom. And I hope as we go into this and as we finish these up, we are kind of rounding the corner as I start to finish these. I have a few more to do. I hope that these have been informative and instructive for you as you begin to make that claim on your freedom through practicing your freedom and your democracy and keeping it for all of us. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining me today on our podcast. If any of this information has piqued your interest into me as a candidate, we'd love to invite you to visit our website at springco48.com. You can also join us on our social media community on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at springco48. Thank you again for joining me for Season of Change in Colorado with Spring. Once again, I am Candidate Spring Erickson. I approve this message. May you plant the seeds of change in your own community. Take care, and we will see you next time.